MTPT pod brought to you by Morgan and Danielle. Da, 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 la. <laughs> Do you like my official intro? I did. Joy's here too. So yeah, Joy Joy's on the bed. So Morgan, Danielle, and Joy. And Joy. <laughs> she just looks so stoically. <laughs> yes, she does. She's like, yes, I am a host of the podcast. Hold on. I'm taking a picture that we could post along with this podcast episode. sniffer so funny well welcome um super excited about today's episode it was um brought to you by hold on let me look and make sure i think it was sarah's song hold on so we (laughs) we threw up on the story like what do you guys want to hear because we were kind of talking today and we're like so distracting (laughs) i know sorry um sorry (laughs) okay she done uh we're talking today about what the heck are we gonna record and sarah brewster She's the best. Advice for figuring out where to land after internship. So we're going to take the time today just to talk about like what we did. When did we start looking for jobs? What are the different jobs you can get? What are the different routes you can go? Um, I think we've told our stories a bit, but we'll kind of go more into like the logistics of it. So when, when did you start looking for jobs? See, I'm one of those people that started really early on. And honestly, I started too early. Same. I started about halfway. But what's too early? Yeah. Okay. I started about halfway through my internship and I knew that I interned in Pittsburgh and I knew that I wanted to stay there. I really liked it. I had a good setup for housing that I knew I could do with not too much money if I was making a little bit of money. And um, so I, yeah, I started looking for jobs halfway through, applied for some, no potato, no potato, ended up moving back to Tennessee. Um, I probably applied, I ended up getting a job through a mutual connection, um, a place that I did a summer camp when I was in college and worked there for a little bit before I got my job. I also started early. I think I applied for a job like month one. Oh, well, an internship. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's hard not to. It's like, okay, I'm in the last stretch of this whole education thing and music therapy jobs are hard to find. They are. The hex. So I never heard back <laughs> from that job I applied to. I think it was like at a hospital in Houston or something. Um, was going and going. I was constantly looking. I... <laughs> made a program a whole program proposal just like for funsies for this like addiction treatment place and um you were ready never heard back about that either and uh then about like halfway through my internship is when I also had a mutual friend or like a not a mutual friend but my boss for when I was teaching lessons talked to her about hey what if I start doing music therapy here and then I had that secured nice so I think we both started looking early I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it no I do know that depending on the area that you want to work in tells you the timeline you should start applying meaning like if you wanted to work in a facility or if you wanted to work like in a hospital those hiring processes just take a long time typically like a few months so some jobs will just scoot you on in but a lot of those jobs you need a few months so it's okay to be applying early but it's also okay if you don't have the space or time to do that. And there are a lot of other jobs that you can get in quicker, um, private practice jobs, just different facilities that maybe aren't as large of a corporation that you don't have as many hoops to jump through to get to the job. I think some another consideration outside of like how long does it take is 
Um, if you were like me and started applying month one of internship, but then you hated that population and you were like applying for jobs in that population, <laughs> it's just a consideration. It is. <laughs> yeah. You learn a lot about yourself in internship. So don't be ashamed if you have to pick up a job that is a serving job or a retail job or whatever to make ends meet right when you're out of internship until you can build your caseload or get a job or whatever. For example, have a friend is now in, has a job, but it's part-time and it's building up its caseload. So they're half-half going, I'm going to be a music therapist part-time. I'm going to work in a restaurant part-time and they're making it work until their census fills. I think that's perfect. Let's go there. So first jobs slash like types of things you can do outside, right outside of internship. Um, I was teaching lessons. I like managed the studio. I was building up that music therapy caseload. Um, it's funny because I feel like most people I know had this like first job that wasn't like their dream job. And then they end up switching about like a year later to something that's better. I think we both had that experience. Yeah. Mine was about nine months after, but I started out of school for children with autism and through a connection, loved it. It was a great, great school. Um, had great opportunities there, just knew that medical was where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Um, on the side, I babysat some of the kids that I taught. I worked specifically with kids on the spectrum, um, like privately through the school. And yeah, that for me was enough. I got to live with my grandma. So I, I was able to kind of recoup some of my money from internship. That's great. I think back to what Morgan said, you can do things that are outside of music therapy and there's no shame in that. Absolutely not. I babysat so much in internship, outside of internship my whole college career babysit yeah that one was my of, go-to one of my friends started working at like a um early childhood like what are those like preschool groups called i don't know like, like the music yeah one. like music and me or something something like, like that. that yeah yeah there's like so you can do different music i feel like a lot of people do music related things mm -hmm. until they land a music therapy job or until they get their certification yeah oh my gosh absolutely i was i got my certification like the week after i finished because i was crazy yeah yeah I got mine like a month after I finished. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend if you have the space and the time to let yourself fully be an internship and then let yourself study and take the exam, give yourself that space. I think one of the biggest things we've heard from the people we've interviewed from each other, from others, is just take your time. Mm -hmm. I know it feels like when you reach the very end of your internship and you're like, I have to have everything together. No, you don't. You It'll take time to either way. So if you can afford to give yourself some space to figure it out, please give yourself space. On the other side of the coin, I gave myself no space. <laughs> and I sometimes, rec or I sometimes recommend just, like, full sending it. Okay. To be fair, I am also a full send person. I did move. I did get my – I get it. But also, hindsight, I think – having space can be really helpful just because you can figure out more what you want to do sure. as you're doing it as compared to just full sending and being like oh well I would have done this differently yeah for me I had a timeline I was like I had a I like was gonna start taking music therapy clients really soon after starting this job so I was like I need to get my certification so I can feel good about having clients. doing this yeah so I feel like it just depends on you and like your situation but I want to be very clear that you do not have to rush absolutely and jump in head first you no. can take your time absolutely um, two considerations for jobs, location and population. Yeah, you probably know that. Yeah, we talked about it quite a bit. It's the two biggest things. Where is it where you want to live and you're going to take the music therapy job available there or are you going to wait for your population and figure out if you have to move to do that? I feel like that's kind of been the case for both of us. Yeah, I wanted a move. 
I applied to a lot of places and I knew that for me to flourish as a Morgan, I wanted to try living somewhere new again because I loved living in Pennsylvania. And so my location was somewhere that was different, not too far from where I was from in Tennessee, but somewhere that was new. Yeah. Um, different kinds of jobs that people can get. We are full-time at pediatric hospitals. You can get full-time at schools, rehab facilities, Mm -hmm. addiction facilities. It doesn't even have to be a facility. It could be a private practice in a variety of things. Different states have Medicaid waivers. That is what funds their private practice. I feel like this will need to be its own whole episode, but just briefly, there's two types. You can be an employee or a contractor. Mm -hmm. Employee is like Oh, crap. I don't even know how to explain. So an employee is a technical, quote, employee of the facility. They're an individual that could be um, eligible for benefits or basically anything that comes with being a technical employee of that job. A contractor is an outside source that comes in and provides a service but receives no benefits from the facility itself. So you come in, you do your job, and you leave. Whereas if you're employed by the place, if you're PRN or part-time, that's not as much so. But if you're employed by the place full-time, you're offered a variety of things by being associated with them. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's pros and cons to each. It really just depends on what you want to do. My friend Emily, who I think we're going to interview soon, she contracts for a lot of different places. And I think that's one thing that music therapists do. They contract for a lot of different facilities mm-hmm. or they just like have several different gigs like whether it's music therapy or plus like the music classes or plus teaching lessons or whatever it's just like a variety of things yeah it's like a piecemeal music therapy job yeah 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 yeah, yeah. one thing that you said you said location you said population and number three that you didn't include i would say is salary yeah. knowing that you can make a living wage as a music therapist you absolutely can um, there might be some different negotiations have to, that have to happen or the job that you might be looking at might not offer an appropriate salary. You have a right to look for a different job. Like mm. there are places that will provide you the pay that you need. They do exist. We both have those jobs. I know plenty of people in the music therapy realm that have jobs that can sustain them well. Absolutely. And we're not old in the field. I've been a music therapist for three years at this job for two and Danny's been a music therapist for year and a half so it's not like we are in this field a long time and now can finally make a wage that we feel comfortable on no 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 i'm a i'm a single woman in a household by myself and i'm very comfortable with what i make yeah absolutely i think that's a huge i mean it is a huge concern and compensation is a huge point of conversation in our field it is um because people will underpay you a hundred percent you have to fight for yourself something that morgan taught me is always negotiate always i got my job and she's like negotiate all you have to do is ask if they say no fine but grab the (laughs) i love this i was in a class and called i'll never forget it a teacher was like what i want you to do i want you to grab the bottom of your seat really firm i want you to take a deep breath (laughs) i want you to say is it negotiable (laughs) we literally (laughs) practiced it and when i seen when i seen your classes in college it was like a marketing class which is funny but um we did that and I like have this just very keen thing in myself where I didn't realize that people don't know that they have to be the one to advocate for themselves, especially when it comes to pay. Because as an intern, it's unpaid. You're not mm-hmm. making money. And when you come out, you don't have, quote, working experience. You have internship experience. And so people will try. And maybe they don't have the money to pay you more. But if they do and you don't ask, what? Yeah. You're not going to get it. You've got to go get it. I feel like nine times out of ten, they're going to offer you lower because you'll take it. Absolutely. That's why you have to ask. Right. Even, like, my husband as an engineer had to negotiate and got more. Like, that is literally that the – just because we are helping people and helping professionals, like, does not mean we don't deserve 
the same thing that other corporations have, you know. And if, say, you start at a place or you get an offer and you ask if the offer's negotiable and they're like, no, and you're like, okay, well, the wage isn't negotiable, but are there any additional benefits? Can I get any additional education support, support for continuing education? Can I get any help moving? Say you're moving cross-country like Danielle and I did. Could you give me, give me any monetary support for my move? There are a lot of ways that companies can support you, and it might not be your wage, but it could still be more benefits that, again, you can negotiate to get. Absolutely. One last thing I'll say about this. Yeah. Your first job does not have to be your forever job. Your first job does not dictate what you're going to be for the rest of your life. For some reason, we all have this mentality of we get our first job, and you have to be there for five years. Or even just a year. A year. Yeah, whatever it may be you are allowed to take a job and you are allowed to leave that job for something else if that is the situation you find yourself in. You do not have to stay for a crazy amount of time. You don't have to wait two years or whatever. Somehow all of us decided we have the same amount of time before we can leave our current job before we get a new one. Don't know where we all got that, but we got it from somewhere. You have a right to do whatever's right for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else crazy Anything else crazy about the... that, like, internship to finding a job to job? I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to be really, really honest. It's a hard season. You get out of internship. You apply for a bunch of jobs. People don't always get back to you quickly or at all. And it doesn't mean you're bad. And it doesn't mean you're not worthy of an incredible job with great pay. It doesn't mean you're not a good music therapist. It is just the working world. You will get a job. You will be successful. But you might have to be a little patient for a minute. Yeah. Uh, logistically, where did you look for jobs? I looked on Indeed. I'm a LinkedIn girly. I love me a LinkedIn. Danielle likes to make fun of me for that. But I use LinkedIn a lot. They have a lot of jobs on there. Feel free to connect with me if you would like. And I know. <laughs> I used all of them. What? There's another well, one. Well, I would also say there's a Facebook group. Oh, the groups, yeah. yeah. MTA has a – well, they had a page. I don't know if they have it still. Yeah. But there's a job posting page. There's also often job posting page on your region. So, like, we're mm. in the southeastern region, and so there's a job posting page on that website for the southeastern yeah. region. So that's where you can look. Don't be afraid to email people. Don't be afraid to connect. Um, there may not always be opportunities. Like, if you guys were to connect with us right now, we'd be like, yeah. We would really love more music therapists. There is nothing we can do mm-hmm. right now for that. But it never hurts to connect. It never hurts to make that connection. Too, because you never know when a job might be working on it. And maybe you make a good connection and they call you back. Also, fun story about Morgan. Morgan applied for her job seven months before she got it. I applied for the job, yes, when I was still in internship. Mm. And I heard nothing. Mm. Nothing. Six months later, I got a call on the phone, on the telephone. I never answer those from a random number. I answered it. It was the manager for this job. She was like, hi, blah, 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 blah. I don't remember what she said. It was something about a hiring freeze because of COVID. We all know that. And they were going through the hiring process and then had to freeze whatever. She really liked my application. She wanted to interview me, whatever. That ended up being my job. Seven months after I applied, I got the job and then moved a month later. You never know. <laughs> what connection you'll make, what job you applied for, and they'll just come through the cracks and be like, are you still looking for a job? Right. So apply. Why the heck not? Absolutely. Even Tyler got a message like a month ago, and he was applying for jobs like 
seven months ago. Mm -hmm. Just like, yeah, you said. That's how it goes. So don't count yourself out. And please, please, please don't take the jobs too personally because it really does not mean you're bad. It does not mean that you're not worthy of a good job. It just might not fit at the moment, and that's okay. Well, and even, like, for larger corporations like hospitals or whatever, Mm -hmm. it may go through the hands of, like, four people before it even gets to a music therapist. Or it might not even get to a music therapist. Exactly. So there's just nuances about all of it in all different areas and all different places. All of this to say, we're not telling you that you can't do it. We're telling you it might take a second, but we believe in you. Yeah. And if you feel like I'm going to start applying for jobs and internship, we support it. We did it too. We definitely did it. <laughs> it's you just like, it's hard. You're so excited and it's yeah. right there. And you're like, what if it takes six months? Yeah. And you move in July and start a yeah. job in August. And yeah. there's no shame in doing something outside of music therapy after finishing your music therapy degree. No shame. Not even a little bit. And there is no shame in taking your test multiple times if you do not pass the first time. Absolutely. This is not an uncommon thing. No. It is a very common thing. And one beautiful thing that a friend said to me the other day about music therapy, it's not a competition. Mm. We're not all trying to beat each other out to these jobs. We are a small community. We are small but mighty. And you worry about yourself. Get your stuff done. Get that MTBC. And you just keep on trucking. We're Absolutely. not here to beat anybody. We're here to get in the field and support people. That's why we got into it in the first place. You can also get a job as an undergraduate. I promise. What does that mean? Like, you don't have to have your master's. Absolutely not. Hi, Danielle. Do you have your master's degree? No. Ask me. Hey, Morgan. What? Do you have your <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your back? Do you have your master's degree? I have my bachelor's degree. Yeah. Um, we both got this job with it, and I had a conversation with a student the other day, and there are jobs out there. In fact, I think there are more jobs out there now that take undergraduate degrees in a variety of areas. Yeah. Don't be discouraged. Absolutely. If you have any more questions on this topic, please let us know. Um, if we don't know the answer, we probably know somebody that does that's been in the field longer. We're glad to connect you. Absolutely. This is a scary time. It is so stressful to finish your education and be at the end of the road and have zero idea what's ahead. I trust that it's going to work out. Me too. It might be a little cry cry, but then you'll get there and you'll look back and you'll be like, holy crap, look at what I did. And look at Morgan and Danielle. We were in jobs for nine to 12 months and then landed our dream jobs. Yeah. So it it can happen. It can. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all.